I'm, I'm actually getting emotional right now because you know, I just remember looking out my window in Flint and just wanting to be something. Man, I know that feeling. That's feeling. When you visualize that shit and it finds you and it takes you, and you're like, whoa, where am I going? Where am I going? Yeah, what the fuck? What happened? How did I get here? Yes! Hey, we're at Hot Boston. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm Evan Britton. And we have a spectacular guest today. Dude. Terry Crew. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Terry. He's still here. He's still here. Oh, there man. he is. There he oh, hell yeah. Hey, po- man. You know, for those who can't see it, is the, the, the pecs are popping right I'm now. sure they can see it, That's brother. What do you think? Hey, talking about the pecs. What do you think about guys commenting on your pecs and stuff? Yeah. Uh, that stuff that you call um, toxic... Um, Toxic masculinity. masculinity. Yeah. yeah. And then what's the guy named Rashid? Come on, you know his name. Yeah, Tariq his, Rashid. Yeah, you know what? what uh, he's talking now, about? He was talking some crazy shit. Well, man. first of all, first of all, um, man, I don't back. I, I literally love, I was built for this kind of discussion. You know what I mean? Um, I don't you know, shy I don't away from talking about anything. But some people, you know, I don't know, in our community, some people think they're the one, they dictate how we should live our life, how right. black men should live and how they should be, how their masculinity should be um, produced and how it should be forwarded to what particular group of people or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, yeah. in our community, like you said, with black people, if you're not this kind of black, if you're not my kind of black, you are all of a sudden not black. People are like, hey, Terry Crews ain't black no more. And I'm like, when Listen, did that happen? I had, I had, to, I had, to, realize, that happen? I had to realize and grow up that people are different. Dude. That's what I had, you know, I had to grow up and realize that we're different. We're not all the same. But if you get caught in that, um, that, um, that group of people, uh, that set of people that believe that we have to be this way in hey, order to survive. I'm going to say something that's going to be very controversial. Tell me say about it. it. These are the same people that killed Malcolm X. Oh, yeah. You understand? Like, when I say, when Malcolm X was Malcolm X, and then all of a sudden he decided, I'm changing. Mm. All of a sudden, he went to Mecca, and he decided, I need a new way. All of a sudden, he saw different colors worshiping, and he was like, you know what? I need to leave. I need to get out of what I was in, and I need to embrace this thing on a worldwide, global level. And there were a whole lot of black people who wasn't down with them then. And they let him go. They literally turned on him. And again, I don't know the, all the details, but when I look at it and I say he, when he died, he died alone. The community was not the same community that was like, we want Malcolm. And then when he turned, all of a sudden you did something a little different than they wanted. And boom. And this is the stuff we're talking about. Now, all of a sudden, years later. We look back and they go, oh, man, Malcolm X was a genius. And then, same thing with MLK. MLK had so many people that was like, man, you need to just go smack a fool. And MLK was like, no, 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 we're going to do it nonviolent. And everybody thought that was weak. Everybody thought you was a punk. Everybody thought that. And lo and behold, this is how you change the world, though. You know what I'm saying? And that's controversial. It's very controversial. You know, you could look at two ways. We don't know. Maybe – um not being nonviolent, maybe that really just took us a different direction. Right. You know, we never went that route. Most some people did. They had different fra- um, fractions that went to violent. The Black True. Panthers. They had um, True. Yeah, Bobby, Huey Newton. Yeah, and, and those but, guys. Were, but remember, they were right. And, they were right. What's the other guy named Stokey Carmichael? Stokey Carmichael. Listen, but first of all, I believe in that. Now, I, 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 first, I, I, me. I'm only talking about my experience. Me. 
I ain't talking about nobody else's experience, but my experience growing up in Flint, Michigan, uh, where I came up, and I, I literally graduated class of 86. The whole auto industry was dying. The crack epidemic was at an all-time high. People were Flint, Michigan led the nation per capita in murder for almost 12, 13 years straight. I have friends dead in jail. People were dying. It was crazy. And people and people always want to talk. Anybody wants to talk about violence has never seen it. I'm trying to tell you, when you talk about violence for real and you see it, it's like it's one of the scariest, most crazy things you've ever seen in your life. And people want to, you know, yeah, yeah, smoke and fight it. And, man, when you see somebody get smoked, when you really understand the ramifications of, like, this kind of thing, man, I had to, I beat up my own father. I beat my father's ass as a grown man because he was a drunk. I went through my whole life him beating up my mother. Listen, my earliest memory was him hitting my mother in the face as hard as he could. That's my earliest memory. And that told me, oh, damn, it's his world, okay? And he ruled through intimidation. He ruled through physical force. And we were scared of him, man. The whole My whole life, I was scared of my father. I peed in the bed. I was 14 years old because I wake up. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was still afraid of my father. I, I would never fight my Come father. Come on, man. I have world champion because I know he would shoot you. Yeah, he would father. kill you. He yeah, would I kill knew, you. I, I knew that for a fact. I knew that as an adult, I was always respectful. He needed money. I would make sure I gave him money. I didn't yep. want to be on his bad side. But see, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I was a pleaser. I was like, man, you want another beer? Here's another beer. You want this? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But pull your pants up. My pants up, sir. But this is the thing. I became a grown man. And I said, look, I'm going to bring my family home. I'm going to bring my kids home for Christmas. Just I was already, I'd played in the NFL. I had done this thing. I said, listen, I'm going to bring my kids home for Christmas. I said, please, please, just don't act up. Just please. My kids have never seen it. My kids have never seen nothing crazy. Man, I bring them home. I'm out there hanging out with my wife and my kids. I'm actually hanging out with my wife. We about to go out. My kids are left at my home. Man, I get a call from my aunt. Oh, my God, my God. He hit your mama in the face. He knocked her tooth sideways. He knocked her tooth loose. I said, what? Are you kidding me? Like, I, I spent my whole life trying to keep my kids out of this. And all of a sudden, I bring you home one time. I just ask you, you promise me you're not going to trip? And he just did that to show me he could do whatever he wanted to do. I brought. I, I said, "Go get the take the kids to the aunt's house." I dropped my wife off at the aunt's house. I drove to the house. I had went home. He was still there. I said, "Man, it's me and you." And I beat his ass for hours. Now, Mike, let me tell you something. What blew me away, though, I thought I would feel some satisfaction from that. I thought. I would get some sort of release, and I got nothing. Man, look, I was sitting there like, this don't work, dog. This don't work. I got revenge. Wait, I got all the revenge I wanted. He was laying there talking about, don't hit me, please, please, because he an old man now. You know what I mean? And I'm going, all right, hey, man, all this beating people ass stuff, it don't work. It, it, I mean, when you look at the results of what happened, I was like, I was left emptier. I was just like him. And I was done. I said, you know what? It's just not the way. It's just not the way to go. I, I, I choose to not, not go that route. So tell me, do you feel you have a temper? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's how you go in the NFL. You play off yeah. pain. 
No you doubt. play on pain. I played seven years on the NFL on pain. Straight up. I was angry. I was mad. And that's how it allowed you to put your head into anything. Me too. I did that with boxing. Then, but when, this is was tricky. Then I finished boxing. That doesn't work in the real world. It doesn't. No, that stuff doesn't work in the real world. Being tough doesn't work in the real world. You got to be smart. Homie. It's like the military. Oh, it it's like the military. You know, imagine when like you're in a war zone. Yeah. You know, Mike, I know, I know vicariously your experience. You know what I mean? I, don't, I didn't live it, but I see, but I know the people you are. I, I understand you because I feel your pain. I feel a lot of what you came up in. And I understand how you became... The, the the best boxer who ever lived. I definitely understand it. But that shit don't work in the real world. No, not a little bit. Wait, man, wait. first of all, I, I had so many things, man. I would yell. And listen, listen, I never hit my wife. Never did anything like that. But man, I yell the hell out of her. <laughs> like, I would create such a scene that was like, man, this dude. And now look, my wife has seen me throw people over her head. But then she was the one who told me, Terry, listen, listen, we're going to lose everything. We're going to lose everything. I had a hairpin trigger. What you say, nigga? What you say? You know what I mean? That's all it took. And all of a sudden, I was snapping. And, dude. Listen, can I tell you something to you? I'm glad you didn't me. reach that level yet. See, I was that guy tripping, hitting off, hitting people because they fucking with me too much for autographs. I fucking knock them out. Yeah. I started to break the fucking jaw. Next thing, but know what? I started signing those checks, and that would broke my spirit. Oh, Ooh. these are getting $4 million. I don't Ooh. even know these guys. Ooh. $8 million. I don't know Ooh. these. Who are these guys? It's because I was stupid. I was, you know, I hit these guys, man. I had awesome, I was um dig. I had um Pepsi Cola commercials and all that stuff, man. Right. Now I became one of those crazy guys that scared of me and stuff. You know, right. so you can't you can't do that. You got to be cool with that. You got to control your temper because they will freak out. Those people in Hollywood that's down with you, they will freak out. Mike, could you please Angry tell these black people? guys freak them out? Can you tell these? Can you, <laughs> you wait, wait, listen, man? Out. Can you tell these people, please? Yeah, like, this is the thing. Out. People get mad at me. Listen, everybody looking at me, they're like, hey, man. D.L. Ugly went off on me, said I should have smacked this dude. This, this Wait, the head of William Morris. Wait, the head of the movie department. This dude runs up on me, grabs my balls. I, and then they act like I didn't do nothing. Like I just sat there and let it happen. Did not happen. I grabbed the dude. I'm like, yo, hey, hey, dude, what are you doing? Of course, he was high. I mean, he was on something. He wasn't drunk. He was on something. What did he say? How did he come here? He, he was, no, he, no, you know how you tweak? Yeah. You ever see somebody tweaking? I came up and playing. I seen him tweaking. And, and it's like the eyes are all crazy and lips. He was sticking his tongue out and he was coming over to me like, ah. I was like, oh, hey, hey, man, what, what are you doing? I didn't understand it because I don't do that stuff. He came up and he just stuck, he grabbed my stuff. I said, hey, make, whoa, whoa, whoa. My wife is right there. I grab his hands and I said, get back. He comes back again. I said, look, man, hey, 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 stop. I said, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, ah, and I knew he wasn't there. You know what I mean? Now, I still want to kill him. You understand what I mean? Like, I could have easily. Do you doubt the fact that I could have put this man on the floor? Nobody. But, but, what would the headline have been the next day? He was, I just brushed up against the guy and he knocked me out. 
I was just standing there, and he he, he touched my eye. My yeah, I've been in that situation where I've hit guys or something, and I thought I was in the right because they were fucking with me. But when you put your hands on somebody, you're not in the right. But they were fucking with you, Mike. Yeah, but um, I didn't know that. I started hitting <laughs> these guys, and know what else too? I gotta remember. I'm I'm a fucking heavyweight champ. I'm knocking these guys. I'm breaking their cheekbones, their eye sockets. Hey, man, this is just crazy. These are regular people in the streets, you know. Mike, that's crazy. That's just um, see um, that's what happened to me. My first, my all my first. Um, actions with the smash kill this motherfucker who you, you know the yep. fuck I am nigga that was my first um, reaction that's why I got in all my shit but Mike Mike let me tell you something man all I could think about was my son wouldn't be able to see me oh nah my daughters wouldn't be able to see me yeah that's my experience I my wife my, wouldn't be able to see me I used to see, see my me. kids behind the fucking glass should, thing when I was locked you understand, up understand man listen oh, Mike man, man tell them man tell them cause these man let me tell you everybody has this fantasy they have a movie in their head where you could just walk around shoot people and go home and kill people like knock people out and walk away and in real life they do it though they do it though <sighs> bruh uh, listen, first of all, and everybody, and then other people, they bring up videos. They're like, man, this guy, he worked at Popeye's and he smacked this dude. I'm like, look, man, I lose a Popeye's job. I lose a job at Popeye's. But you telling me to lose hundreds of millions of dollars of what I'm doing right now? Nah, you ain't going to get me nah, again. Nah, you ain't getting me like that. Not, no, you didn't get Terry Crews that day. You know, you know that? Um, I mean, once they get rid of you, they tell let all their friends know, don't fuck him, he's a bad nigga. <laughs> all their friends know, not the mess They don't even <laughs> take a chance. No, they don't. I did everything that everybody wanted him to do. And you see where I landed up? Dude, first of all, I, uh, that is the, the best example ever. Mike ended up in jail. Yeah, Mike. They took. They tried to. They take. Tried to take everything from. Tried the to man. kill him. Tried to kill him. I'm 50 years old. I'm old enough to see how the shit plays out. They want you to kill yourself. They want you to get depressed. They want you to start using yep. drugs. And I tell you, look yep. up. Yep. And I, I never did. But first of all, I started to realize, man. Hold up. Hold. Now you gotta. I'm gonna finish this story. With what happened with my father, years later, I came back, and you know what I did? I apologized to him. I apologized to my father. I said, man, look, I should have never done that. I was out of sorts. I said, even though you were wrong, I made myself even more wrong. And I said, dude, I said, you know what? I, I, Terry Crews, I said, I am thankful. I said, if I had a chance to pick my parents, I would choose you. Mike, he started crying, dude. He started crying. He was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I did to your mother. I'm sorry for what I did to y'all. It was messed up. See, man, see, that's all we're looking for, man. Like, like look, look, I, I, as a, I'm a grown-ass man, but we are just looking for people to recognize us for who we are and, and literally look at us and love us anyway. I was too scared to ask my father. He wouldn't dare give me no fucking forgiveness. Are you fucking crazy? Hey, I, I <laughs> listen. Hey, I don't hey. Even know you fucking crazy. But you gotta understand. I didn't know what we was gonna say. I was ready for anything. I was ready for fuck you, man. Get out of exactly. here. I was ready for that. Exactly. I was ready for that. Don't touch me. Get out of here. Woo, woo, woo. But this is the thing. When he broke down, I gave him a hug. And I'll be honest with you. We still don't talk. It ain't like we became buddies. Forgiveness ain't about, like, all of a sudden we nothing happened. Forgiveness is for me. Forgiveness is so I can move on, so I can just, like, wipe my hands and go to the next step. But accountability is different. Accountability says, hey, man, I don't trust you. 
and you're going to stay way over here. But I forgive you, but I also know who you are. And so it's all, people think forgiveness means, oh, now he gets carte blanche. No, that ain't even how it works. I definitely said, look, I'm through, and we still don't talk, but you understand where I'm at, and I understand where you are, and now we at peace. And that's good. And it's a peaceful life after that. It's a whole lot of people I let go, man. A whole lot of you people. You have to, dude. A whole lot of people, You man. know, I've let go of people I've loved so dearly, you know, and you love them, you know, but they were toxic. You know, you guys energy together it didn't work out. You know, in a prosperous way. You, you, know? you, know if you don't want to do anything, it's great. True. If you want to live and do something life it's just not working you, out. You know what trips me out too? You know, people say, well, what about toxic femininity? I'm like, hey man, look, you know, I'm gonna let the women talk about that. I just know to do. Look, I all I, I stay in my bounds. You know what I mean? People say, Well, what about white people? I'm like, hey man, I ain't white. I'm not white. Now Again, we all know what's up. If somebody messes with us as black people, I get it. But I am here to deal with my community. I can speak on what I've seen. I can speak. right. Look, men need to hold other men accountable. That's what I always say. Do you have a charity? Oh, yeah, I got plenty. Yeah. I got plenty. There's Rise, uh, Rise Group, which is the sexual assault um awareness, the sexual assault bill of rights. Then I'm on the Polaris Group, which is all about human trafficking and fighting that um I, I make sure i stay on it man those are my those are my things in fact polaris is the ones that got my money from lip sync battle when we yeah. did that, that was awesome. <laughs> i gotta bring that up it's awesome man well, I know Terry, we got deep quick, didn't we? Yeah, it? real deep, man. We just hey, dove in the deep end. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we'd have to do research on you, and I was watching you on Dr. Phil, and you were discussing um, your, yeah. your addiction. Pornography. Yeah, and I was saying to myself, how do you get off that? How do you how do you stop <sighs> doing that? You know, because... Mike. Um, was... I had... Um, Cause I, I would I would watch it openly. I would never hide. It. I would watch it. And my wife would come in. What the fuck are you watching? Just <laughs> <laughs> watching, you know. And, uh, and then when he was expressing that, he was hiding. I said, "Why? Why did he hide from it? You know, why no. did he hide, you know? See, my, see, man, let me tell you something, man. Mike, huh. I knew I had a problem, dude. I was like, because you know, the thing is, people say, "Man, look, pornography. Hey, man, it's natural. Like, you know, I'm a man, so no, it's I natural." Don't think, I don't know. No, that's interesting. I have to comment on that. But that's what people say. They say it's natural, right? Because um. I don't know because that make I want to do weird stuff with my wife. My wife thing looks at me weird sometimes. Yep. I want to do some weird shit. Yep. You know what I mean? And I guess that freaked out a little bit. Yep. I didn't tell you stop watching it. Stop watching because I know she stuck. And I guess my my son or somebody one day came by look used my phone and saw porn on the phone yep. and shit. So yep. I, I just had to stop. We got really out of hand. It, so it, dude, stop. first of all. And it, I got tired of fuck. My dick was always scabbed up from jerking off. Always <laughs> skin off my dick. Right. My skin is all peeled off, man. I fucking can't fuck. Can't do nothing. Ah, you took ah, it's all sore. Hey, hey, man. First of all, listen. You'll never. There'll never be enough porn to satisfy you. Fuck yeah. There'll yeah. never be enough. It's not healthy. Yeah. It's not. But, hey, man. Look. Yeah. There's never enough. Yeah. I remember, like, man. You you could spend three hours looking for the perfect dark. image. It's yeah. real dark. It's really you see somebody crazy. smacking somebody and wait choking somebody. Oh, then, yeah, I saw then that. Like, oh, yeah, then you I feel like, oh, did I watch that? Did I was I a part of that? There's because so you watched it out there. And listen, and it gets darker somebody, and darker I'm when and I'm darker. I'm watching. I'm scared somebody's going to check in on me and say Mike is watching crazy shit. And the hey, whole world's going to see me watching this shit. My, I have a daughter, and my fear is that. You know, she's in school and some kid who has a phone fucking shows her some video or something. Yep. I've heard stories from parents yeah. about being their kid is on a school bus 
some innocent, you know, 12 year old girl and some fucking asshole boy takes his cell phone and shows her some fucking porn video Evil. and just scars the girl. Yep. He, yeah, but you know, situations like that, we live in this world and um, he's just going to have to get a visit from her brothers or cousins or something. And somebody, uh, somebody have to explain because um, certain, certain things like that we have no control over. You know, when they're in school, we have no control over. I know. Them. I, hey, know, I, I, I said this, and it's funny, I said this at a women's conference, which blew everybody's mind. But I remember in the NFL going to, you know, one of the things, you know, you stop in, you go to Atlanta, and they go to Magic City, they go to the strip club, and I went with the guys. Right. Magic City is just immense. You, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a den of iniquity. When I used to go out. You smell it first. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel you know, real. When I'm in Magic oh. City, you know what I think of Magic I'm thinking the fucking these guys had on the slave ships coming back. Oh. God damn it. You smell oh, it you first. All those fucking bodies it's and dark. shit over everywhere. Wait. Big asses and legs. Oh, it is dark. Boobs. Wait, man, you know something wrong. Like, you know, you, you just go in there like, oh, man, I'm, then, I, I descended oh, into hell. I descended into hell. First of all, that's just how I was living back then. No, no, I hear you. Listen, hey man, I was there. I seen it. Yeah, I mean, I really want to hear your because I played in the NFL. Yes, I played six years. Okay, okay. The culture is so much what you're saying. You You understand? And to hear you talk about it, it's it's like every guy coming out of football is trapped in this psychological prism of how you're supposed to be. Let me. I, I'm gonna tell you. That's that toxic. It's, see, that's but why when, is I it say, when I say toxic, <laughs> but, but understand, like when I say when, because you think I'm at the strip club, it's it's natural. But what's happened? This is what I said at the women's conference. What happens is you see the girl and she's doing her thing, but then she starts talking, and you're like, "Why are you talking? Shh! Like you're ruining it." And don't talk about your bills or your kids or your, ah, hey, shut up, shut up, shut up. You know why? Because she's becoming a human. The realization is that you are in love with an image. You are in love with something that's not real. But once they start talking and it's like, this, why is this irritating? See, the problem is, and this is, this is the thing, men got mad at me. Men got mad at me because I pulled it out there. But the thing is, I said, you are not, I said, when men are like that, even with porn, or with strip club, or anything like that, women aren't all the way human. Mm. This is what I mean. They're like they're only like three fifths human. Yeah. Because you you know as long as you just stay smiling, because it's the fakest smile you've ever seen. Yeah. But you don't care. Just fake smile, fake it, and do what you do. But the thing is, is that when somebody's not human, you can do anything you want to. Them. It's a fantasy. Yeah. You that, can do the same anything. way with slavery. You know, they they they, um, they dehumanize them. Three-fifths human. You know, they're, no, they're not human. This is not pain. This doesn't hurt them. And that's how no, we look they can at be chained like up in that. the cold. No problem. And yet, no. women, women, some women people do look at women like that. And listen, and it, what's happening now, like we did the Gillette commercial about, you know, toxic about masculinity, that, the whole thing. And men flipped out. They were like, oh, man, they, they don't, don't be telling us what to do and the whole thing. But all I can contri- all I can really compare it to, because all we're saying is just be good guy. Be a good guy. That's what the Gillette commercial was. It's like, hey, man, yeah. be a good guy. Yeah. You know, just don't dog people out. People was, got mad. <laughs> Me was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I ain't being no good. No, I believe in humanity. <laughs> I know. I believe in humanity. Well, and I believe people want to do good. I believe people want to do good, but some people just can't do it. Well, but but this is the thing. This is the thing. Do, Mike, I don't believe everybody's bad, but just some no, people. No, no. And let me tell you, they're it. not. There are no evil people. There's only evil thinking. That's it. If you think evil, you are evil. But once you start thinking good, all of a sudden, you're just good people. 
But what happened was, man, because we all have that. We all have it. First yeah. of all, I made a I made a comment about Liam Neeson. I'm, yeah, we tell me that. We're going to bring it all up. We're going in. We're going in. You and me. His girlfriend. Tell me what happened. First of all, first of all, I bet, you know, he confessed that he went 40 years ago. He went on a rampage. And was looking for a black man to kill because, because they his, his friend, right? Right, because his friend got his raped by a black friend by a black guy. Was his friend his girlfriend, which is exactly it was, no, it was his friend got raped. Was he, was he intimate with her? I don't know. I, he didn't go that deep, but the point was is that he got mad and he was looking for a black man that would start something with him. Like he was hoping that a black man would just, you know, it was wish a nigga would. I wish a nigga would. But no black people in this community. There's no, no black people, right? But he went r- walking around. So any black man, anywhere in there, he was going to just do it. Now, first of all, first of all, I said on uh, online, I said, look, every man in him has the greatest good, or unspeakable evil. He was describing his fork in the road, is what I said. I said he had a choice. He was like, and then he went, ah. Now, now, people got mad at me. Black people got mad at me. They said I was defending Liam Neeson. But I'm I'm just sitting there saying, wait, wait. He could have done it. But what the fuck did he want to kill some black motherfuckers? See, but, but he was racist. Listen, he was racist at that time. He decided I'm going to be racist. Now, I got to flip people on this. I got to flip people. When those cops who beat um, Rodney King yeah. got off and it started the riots. Oh, they beat his ass. They beat his ass. Wait. When the riots started, there were black men looking for white people to kill. Yeah. yeah hey, I agree. dude, this happens. Why are we acting like it don't happen? When they pulled Reginald Denny out of that truck and, and hit him in the head with a brick, him, yeah. they were trying to kill him. First of all, I, I, when those cops got off, I even felt that. Like, you would look at white people like, you look at cops like, man, and you really have a thing like, now, now, did I go hunting white people? Hell no. That was my fork in the road. But the truth is, there were people who had that fork. There were people who were walking around with guns in L.A. I was here in L.A. during the riots, and they were walking around looking for somebody to, to 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 even talk to him wrong, and they would have killed him. I'm telling you, I know how dark people get. I know how dark I get. You understand know what I mean, dude? I have to be nice and happy because I can get way deep and dark. You understand know what I mean? Yeah. So I I go shack nice. <laughs> I call it shack nice. <laughs> So that I don't go there. You know what I mean? I don't ever want to cross that path. Because, man, let me tell you, if I start fighting, it ain't going to be no stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know what else could happen. I'm, and I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just spreading my heart. Yeah, man. And I'm being real with what y'all. What do you do to do that, Terry? Like, what do you thing, do Terry, to Terry, perpetuate listen, right? that? It's a hell of a thing. I know we talk Ooh. shit. It's a hell of a thing when everything starts to leave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a fucking such a release. It's almost suicidal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So blissful because you don't care no more. Yeah, it's you don't crazy. care no more. Right. And, but see, but then all of a sudden, see, there's always consequences. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm gonna tell you, man. Like when my wife left, I was realized, man, that's consequences to porn. Oh, nigga, that's like you know when your kids don't want to talk to you, you realize, man, I've been yelling at all of them, and they're like. Hey, what's up? And they like, mm. and they run away. You're like, man, I'm, I'm not doing this right. I'm not. 
I said, I want to, and, and I realized I was going to be by myself, man. I realized I was going to be alone. And I was like, I ain't ready for that. And I said, I got to change. I got to do something. So I went to rehab, Mike. I went to a doctor. Uh, uh, listen, nigga, I've been around 10 rehabs. Whew. I've been around 10, 12 rehabs wow. man, to get it together. Wow. You know what I mean? I've been to some psych wards and stuff. I had met so Steve O at the psych wards and stuff. Necessary. Yeah. Oh, man, listen, um, I'll be dead. I can't believe I'm alive now. That's why I'm so very grateful. I can't it's believe amazing. I'm alive. So beautiful. Mike, man. your story is amazing, dog. I'm ch- I, I Listen. First of all, because there are a lot of people. And I always thought I'm some fly guy. I'm doing this. I got all the money. I'm doing great. Nobody has it like this. And next thing you know, I'm in a fucking psych ward, man. Fuck. Listen, you know what? Partying all over the world, the best women in the world, which I believe are the best women. It's chilling and living great. And next thing you know, I'm in a fucking psych ward. Mike, listen, there are people who didn't want me to come here and do this interview. Simply because they were like, well, he, he, he did sexual crimes. How could you How could you do that? And you, me too. And how could you do that? But this is the thing, man. This is the thing. Everybody. Forgiveness is for everybody. Hmm. And first of all, first of all, you paid your price. Hey, man, you went to jail. You know what I'm saying? Went Listen, there's prison. a lot of cats running. You went to prison. There's a lot of people ain't paid nothing and running around doing their thing. And I'm, and I'm, I'm going to say this, too. And, and I'm gonna tell you, man. I I stand with every woman in the Me Too movement because, because first of all, I remember my mother, and I remember, you know, the damage she took, and she died. She died. He's still living, but of course, she died. And the thing is, is that I look at this thing and I go, my God, man, there's got to be a way. We need both. We we it can't be all for women, but it's got to include the men. We got to bring people back. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to, you know, you were in the NFL. You were in, you were at the height of the boxing game. We got to understand that, hey, man, women and men are not versus each other. It's complimentary. We got to compliment each other. You know what I'm saying? It's but that, we got to bring it all brother. in. It's going to be difficult. You know, that's oh, no, it's going to be messy. I'm not, I'm not um, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be pessimistic. Messy. I mean, it's no, you real. Really it's going to be ugly, you know? for it's sure. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. But, but my thing is, if we don't talk about it, like we doing right now. See, the fact that we talking about it, hey man, 10, 15 years ago, you couldn't even talk about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Listen, I have my daughter, she's in one of those LGB, and uh, I got to really be careful what I say around her because she'll really respond, you know what I mean, uh, militantly. You know, if I use certain, we can't use a midget, can't use just certain words, she really upset her. I got to be politically correct, you know. But it's a new day. Just, yeah, yeah, man. 